High noon, this is Toronto Today. Mike Hogan with you here on PSN 1050. Gareth Wheeler usually here. Hopefully Wheels will be back in tomorrow. Coming up on this program, this hour, we will preview the game between the Argos and the Calgary Stampeders. And uh, we'll have Glenn Johnson on the CFL, uh, what's the official business card say? Senior Vice President of Football. Uh, they made a fairly significant uh, change to the rules in midstream, in mid-season, about a third of the way through. So we'll talk to Glenn about that. First up, though, uh, before we bring aboard our guest, for those of you who haven't heard this clip, uh, this is uh, a question posed to one Dallas Keuchel about, well, you'll hear the question and the answer. Your thoughts on the deadline and what the Astros did and maybe what they weren't able to do? I mean, I'm not going to lie, disappointment is a little bit of, uh, of an understatement, I, I feel like a bunch of teams really bolstered their their rosters for the for the long haul and for a, a, a huge playoff push and and uh, us just kind of staying pat was really was really disappointing to myself. I know a lot of the guys feel like we can win in here and and that's that's a pretty accurate statement and that's why we built such a great lead. But um, I think when it comes down to it, it's it's now it's going to be. Uh, we're going to win for each other, and uh, that's it. Dallas Keuchel with an honest answer to a, a very honest question posed by our next guest. Joining us from MLB.com, he covers the Houston Astros for that uh, website. Brian McTaggart joining us. Brian, thanks for joining us. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. It was so nice to hear a conversation between a reporter with an honest question, no bias at all, and an honest answer from an athlete who wasn't trying to couch anything. He was just, he was absolutely awesome. I thought that was just a, a very fascinating exchange in an era where we don't often get that. Yeah, you know, D- Dallas is a, a pretty honest guy. And, um, you know, earlier the, the day before, I had asked a couple of other players um, about the trade deadline, and I got pretty diplomatic answers. And yeah. we believe in each other and we think we can win and with what we have and, and that sort of thing. And I didn't get a chance to talk to Dallas that day, but. I just knew, knowing Dallas as well as I know him, that um, he might have something different to say. So um, I asked him if he had any thoughts on the deadline, and he, he said he did. And I said, I, you know, I want to interview him. And, yeah, and he, he gave some pretty honest answers. And, you know, he also echoed that, you know, he, he still believes in the team they have right now. And he, he thinks if they make the playoffs, they'll get to the World Series. But, you know, when you look around, and the, the Dodgers got better and the Yankees got better and all these teams in contention get better. I think that was the, the most disappointing thing. But, um, you know, the reaction from the fans was almost split. I mean, I think a people, a lot of, a lot of fans applauded Dallas and some said, well, he needs to just worry about, uh, pitching and not worry about the front office. But yeah, it was, it was good to hear someone just, just give an honest answer. We, we don't get that a whole lot from athletes. It seems like you mentioned that, um, the guys that you had talked to previously probably had a little more guarded answer when you asked them that question. What, what percentage of the clubhouse do you honestly think agrees with Keichel? I would say most. I mean, I, w- I would say, I would probably say at least three fourths, maybe even up to ninety percent. I mean, you know, you're, you, when you look around and everybody else is making deals to get better and you don't, um, you know, you're like, well, what what's going on here? But yeah, you know, they do. They did have a sixteen game lead in the division at the time, but the Dodgers are run away the best team in baseball, and they go out and land Darvish. You know, it's not that the Astros didn't try. Apparently, they yeah. were 
very close on a lot of deals. They were at the one yard line, uh, had a couple of deals pulled out from under them. They they tried to get Britain, um, Justin Wilson. They tried to get, and uh, I don't think it was from a lack of effort. I think for whatever reason or another, it didn't work out. I, I think it probably came down to Astros weren't willing to part with uh, a handful of their top prospects. And um, you know whether you whether you're uh, you know whether you want to hoard prospects or, or trade some of these guys to to try to get to try to win now. You know we'll see. But maybe management felt like you know the team is constructed wasn't worth giving up two or three of their top prospects and, and hurting them for the next couple of years. So, uh, you know, it'd be interesting to be in those, those trade talks, but we weren't. So we can only, we can only uh, guess what went on, but, but certainly Dallas uh, wished they could have got something done. Well, it's funny from the outside looking in, and, and, you know, geographically speaking, we're certainly a long way away, but whether it's reading your website or some of the other uh, places to get information, I wasn't expecting an, uh, you know, if the Astros make a move for a pitcher, a pitcher it was just who, who are they going to get? Were they going to get Darvish? Were they going to get Sonny Gray? Were they going to get somebody else? Um, were you stunned that they didn't add a pitcher? Because it just it seemed it was fait accompli. Yeah, yeah, I was. I mean, I, I really thought they were going to get one of the top guys in the market. I, as, as the deadline got closer, I was like, there's no way they don't land a reliever at this point. Yeah. You know, early in the season, it was like they got to add a starting pitcher somewhere. And then as their starting pitching got healthy and they started to build a little depth. It became clear they needed another lockdown reliever. And, uh, you know, the fact they didn't get one um, was really shocking. I mean, yeah, they did get Liriano from, from the Blue Jays, but that's not the kind of deal I think is going to move the needle a lot for a lot of people. And he is not a lockdown reliever. There's no question <laughs> no. about that. Um, what was the reaction to that trade, uh, both from those who cover the team and for those who pay the money to go and sit in the seats? Um, I think it was a little indifference. I mean, you know, when they traded for Liriano, there were still a couple of hours left in the deadline, and, and people were like, okay, well, you know, let's wait for the big move here. And, and so, um, you know, they're going to bring him in and use him in, in lefty relief. He's not really going to start unless they have some issues. And his numbers against lefties are pretty good, but it's not the kind of move that, that's going to excite a lot of people. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's just we, everyone was waiting for Zach Britton or, or, uh, or somebody else to, to uh, come to Houston, and it just didn't happen. Brian McTaggart joining us from MLB.com covers the Houston Astros, and uh, your your conversation with Keuchel was certainly interesting. Uh, his first start was as well, but for all of the wrong reasons. He was in 60 or 70 pitches through a couple of innings. Uh, how did he look last night in start number two? Yeah, he looked okay. Uh, still not very efficient. Still not the same Dallas Keuchel before he missed eight weeks with a, a neck injury, and uh, you know was pretty much uh, dominating before that. So, you know, he ended up going five innings, I think, through a lot of pitches and, and suffered his first loss of the season. Um, so, you know, he's got a ways to go, and I, I wouldn't be too worried about him. I mean, I think as long as he's healthy, he's got time to to work through some things and, and get this thing rolling by the middle of August and, and going into September, but. That was his first start at home since May, so he's still trying to, I think, get back back on track and, and back in, the, in a rhythm a little bit. I don't have a rooting interest here, um, but I really enjoy watching the Astros play. I like their style of ball. I love the middle infield. Uh, I don't know how a baseball fan couldn't. Um, but if there's one criticism when I've been talking to folks around Major League Baseball uh, about the Astros, it's not about the team per se, but they, they, they mention that they think the team is built for 162, yet... Uh, when they're playing a team that can maybe throw Chris Sale at them or uh, a team like that, that maybe they're more built for the long run as opposed to a short series. Would you concur, or or, or do you think that there's uh, uh, there's nothing to that argument? 
Yeah, I think I agree with that a little bit. I mean, if they get to the playoffs, um, you know, how do they match up against the, the 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 Yankees at this point? How do they, even though they they've really played really well against the Yankees, how do they match up against the Indians? The Indians are already a team that has uh, dominated them a little bit this year. And then you mentioned Sale and the Red Sox. Uh, you know, the Astros, I don't think lining up in a series are going to match up with, with their starting pitching very well. And then those teams um, have better bullpens, too, than the Astros do. So, And we all know when you get into the playoffs, the bullpen bull, bullpen depth becomes magnified. Magnified games get get shortened by bullpens. So, um, but they do have this uh, tenacious offense that scores six, seven runs a game. And, you know, right now they have a couple of their, their, their main guys Maybe other than Altuve, their two main guys are on the DL. Got shut out last night. So with uh, Carlos Correa and George Springer out, the offense isn't the same, but there's still enough depth where they can really hurt you on any night. But I do, I do agree. Going into the playoffs, um, you know they're they're gonna they're gonna be very uh, find some very tough matchups, and they're really gonna have to, I think, try to outscore teams and try to hit some of these elite pitchers because I just don't see them matching up very well pitching wise. Uh, Correa and Springer are they both close? Uh, Springer has started running a little bit. He's got a quad injury. Um, I think he's still a few days away. I don't think we'll see him against the Blue Jays. Correa is still a long ways away. I mean, he, he suffered a, a thumb ligament injury, yeah. had surgery. He's at least a month away, I think. So they're confident they'll, they'll get him on the field um, in early September and have him ready to go by the playoffs. And we did talk about Liriano before we go. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about Teoscar Hernandez and and what you know about him. And uh, uh, what, what you know, you mentioned the fans were fairly indifferent. Were they when the trade deadline came and went? Uh, were they a little upset they had lost this kid? Not really. I think just because they have a, they have a couple of outfielders on their prospect chart ahead of them. Derek Fisher, who's now in the big leagues, and then Kyle Tucker, who's number one prospect, but. You know, Tosker's a guy who uh, who came up last year and really made it made a good impression. He's, he's got some tools. He's he's got some speed. He's got a little bit of pop. Uh, you can play him anywhere in the infield. He runs a little bit. Uh, very likable guy. Plays with a, a smile on his face. Plays hard. Um, yeah, I think he profiles in the big leagues as maybe a, an extra outfielder when all is said and done. You know, maybe he could blossom into a starter somewhere for some team. But I, I think he's a, a usable piece that uh, he. That uh, fans will enjoy playing. He's, I know he's, he's their number nine prospect, I believe. But um, you know, the Astros have so much prospect depth that it wasn't like, oh no, we're letting our, our top outfield prospect go. But you know, I would like to see if he takes the next step in his career. He could become, uh, could become a starter in the big leagues. But I, you know, I don't see him being a, a star or anything like that down the road. Brian, a pleasure. This was a lot of fun. Uh, nice job with the Keuchel interview, and thank you so much for joining us today. Okay, thanks for having me. That is uh, Brian McTaggart joining us from MLB.com, covers the Houston Astros uh, for that publication.